What's up and welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Rice, and this is the show that's all about taking your body, your health, and your life to that next level. Today, I'm coming at you with a solo episode. It's just going to be you and me today, and it's going to be very practical and tactical. It's entitled 11 Simple Ways for Staying in Shape While Traveling That Anyone Can Do. So 11 ways you can stay in shape while traveling that you're going to be able to do this stuff. It's very practical. And one of the reasons why I'm doing this particular episode is because as we were launching our legendary lean group, many people said, hey, listen, I'm on vacation. I'd love to do your group, Ted, but I'm I'm away right now. I'm not going to even be back and I don't want to get started while I'm on vacation. So we will be launching another group soon, but right now you can listen to this information And before I get into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to the people who are in Legendary Lean right now, and I want to share some of the results that they've been accomplishing. I mean, such an amazing group of people. I want to give a shout out to Eric. He says, the scale is showing excellent results, so I'm happy. I resoundingly broke my multi-year weight plateau, which is great. And that is after the first week of being in the program. So he broke his plateau after being in the first week of the program. So shout out to you, Eric. Really proud of you. And I want to acknowledge your hard work. Also, Janelle is down four pounds in the first week. And she probably didn't even believe me when I told everyone, including you, that people drop in between four to six pounds in the first week. But it's happening. And so... Now they're believers. I want to give a shout out to Mike, who says, although he hasn't weighed himself, he feels like he's down a few pounds already, even though he started a day or two behind everyone. Not to worry. Nobody is perfect at doing this stuff. Some people get off to a great start. Some people are a little bit behind. Everyone's getting results. I want to give a shout out to Sarah. In spite of having a daughter who broke her thumb And having a little bit of trouble with her knee, she is down several pounds as well. I want to give a shout out to Matt, who is down seven pounds in the first week. So that's higher than the four to six pound average that I said. I also want to give a shout out to Rich and to everyone else in the group who is part of this pioneering first round of Legendary Lean. People are doing amazing, and I know they're going to keep continuing the results coming. Of course, it's not going to all be like that because you don't want to lose too much weight too fast because it can be for muscle if you're not careful. But we've got all of that handled. And if you want to be on the waiting list for the next Legendary Lean, go to legendarylightpodcast.com slash coaching and sign up now. So let's get to the episode. Listen, most of us travel and that's a great thing. Traveling takes us away from our daily routines and provide some fresh perspective and relief from the monotony of our daily lives. Even if you have kind of an exciting job, it becomes routine after a while. And maybe you travel a few times a year for vacation or to visit your family for the holidays. Maybe you're like me and you take trips to exotic places and go to a lot of seminars. Maybe you take frequent business trips, or maybe you're on a quest to see as much of the world as you can. Whatever your reason for hitting the road, there's one thing you can count on. It's hard to stay on track with your workouts and nutrition at home, but without a doubt, traveling takes that challenge to the next level. 
if you hit your workouts in the local gym, you may find yourself without the same equipment or maybe no gym at all. If you cook most of your meals at home, you may find yourself without a kitchen or refrigerator. If you know exactly what healthy options to order at your favorite local restaurant, you may find yourself stuck eating airport food or in new restaurants where you're not quite sure what to order. If you're used to sleeping in your own bed, you may find it difficult to sleep in an unfamiliar place, or you may be jet-lagged from traveling across time zones. In fact, how to stay in shape while traveling is one of the most common questions I've been asked in my 18 years of being in the health and fitness industry. And it's something that comes up in every coaching group we do. I've had so much so that I've had to write all these travel workouts to give to people. Say, hey, here's a list of travel workouts. Pick which one seems right for you, which one you want to do, and just get it in. And I'll tell you something. My clients who travel the most usually have the greatest challenge staying in shape. But it doesn't have to be that way. I never have a tough time staying in shape on the road. And it's not because of my great genetics either. That is definitely not the reason. I promise you that. It's because I have proven strategies that I employ every time I plan a trip. And in this article, I'm going to share with you my best strategies. And without further ado, let's get right to it. Number one is making it a priority to stay in shape on the road. I can't emphasize enough just how important it is that you have the right mental attitude when it comes to staying in shape while you're on vacation or doing your business trip or for the holidays. Most people, what do they do? They have a food free-for-all approach during the travel. They drink as much alcohol and eat as much food as possible, especially when someone else is paying for it, when it's a company trip. And sure, you may not have to pay for the food and the alcohol in the hotel room, but you're going to pay for it by feeling like crap and seeing the few pounds on the scale that went up. There's no free lunch. Someone's got to pay for it and you pay for it as well with your health. And I think it's funny how many people feel like they need a vacation from their vacation because they ate too much crap food. They drank too much. They didn't get enough sleep. Now, listen, I don't want to be a party pooper. And I definitely want you to enjoy yourself. I mean, if you're going on vacation to the company's annual retreat in Cancun, go ahead and have some fun. Have some Don Julio, some shots of Don Julio. However, since you're listening to a show called Legendary Life, that's all about taking your health, body, and life to the next level, I already know that your health is important to you. So what I want you to do is make a commitment to yourself to use the strategies I'm going to share with you so that you maximize your fun, but minimize the damage to your body. And realize that living in the moment and being healthy aren't mutually exclusive. And in reality, being healthy allows you to get much more out of your life experiences. So make a commitment. Don't view vacation to take a break. Now, one caveat, there are a certain group of people who are the crazy dieters and who work out like crazy and they have inflammation in their joints and they really need a break. I'd be one of those people. Sometimes I kind of take a break if I've been training really hard. Those people need to take a break. But for the most, most of us, including me right now, I haven't been training as hard. I've been going through some tough times with Giselle's dad and some other things. So I've had to take it kind of easy. 
So I've had to be extra careful about the amount of food I eat and the choices I make. But make a commitment to yourself to stay in shape even when you're on the road. There are ways to do it. Don't be that person who comes back and whines about the five pounds they put on when it's like, well, yeah, you went crazy. What did you expect was going to happen? You know, <laughs> what did you expect was going to happen? So make a commitment to yourself. That is the first and foremost strategy to employ to help you stay on track. And number two is pack your workout clothes. Whenever my clients have said, listen, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get my workout in, Ted. I know you want me to, but uh, I've got business meeting after business meeting after business meeting. I say, well, cool. Just pack your clothes anyway. Why? Because seeing your workout clothes might just be the motivation or reminder that you need to remember your commitment to staying on track during your travels. And what I find when my clients do this is that they're much more likely to get in a short workout or a walk or something, even if it's not what we had planned. And I'll tell you something. Personally, I never go on a trip without my workout shoes and my training shorts. I always bring them. And most of the time I work out in the hotel room barefoot and in my underwear, okay? That's what I usually end up doing. But just in case I go to the gym, because I don't think they'd appreciate me being barefoot in my underwear there, I have my stuff ready, especially like, oh, maybe I want to hit some dumbbells or something like that. So I'm always ready. Be ready, all right? And pack your clothes. Number three, stock up on healthy travel snacks. One of the things that drives me crazy during travel is the lack of healthy options while you're either driving or flying. Airport food is usually awful. And if you're driving, it's not much better. Cracker barrels and gas stations, if you're in the US, maybe it's better in Europe and other parts of the world. So what I tell my clients to do is to stock up on healthy snacks so they can avoid the calorie-dense, preservative-laden processed junk that is ubiquitous on the road. And instead, I have them buy high-protein snacks like 0% fat, plain Greek or Icelandic yogurt. They're perfect as they're low calorie and high in protein. They come in convenient single serving sizes. So you don't need to take that big container on the road. Hard boiled eggs. Although eating these on the plane or in the car may not make you any friends, but they're a solid source of on the go protein. Preservative free jerky. Jerky is highly portable and high in protein. Just watch the sugar and some of the flavors and brands because some will have a lot more than others. Always check the ingredients label on all the processed packaged food that you buy. Vacuum-packed tuna or salmon packets. Now, this is another one that won't win you any friends on the plane, but they're very portable and allow you to get a high-protein snack in and the pouches allow you to skip the can opener and, and the mess that comes along with it. Low-carbohydrate protein bars. Although protein bars and supplements in general aren't my first recommendation, protein bars are just an easy and convenient way to have a high-protein snack on the road. Just, again, watch the carbohydrate content as some protein bars have as much sugar as many candy bars do. It's like having a Snickers with whey protein in it. Roasted edamame. So meat and dairy aren't the only sources of protein. Try edamame for a great vegetarian source of protein. 
And I really enjoy dry roasted edamame. I just had some amazing steamed edamame last night with this hot chili sauce at this Asian fusion restaurant I went to. Edamame is a soy bean, for those of you who don't know, and it's very high in protein. Okay. And no, it doesn't affect your testosterone level, guys, or estrogen levels for women. That kind of just hasn't played out in the research. So protein powder in, in a Ziploc baggie. If you already have a ton of protein powder at your house, just measure it out into servings and put them in plastic baggies for portability and convenience. And those are just a few options. You could bring your meals in Tupperware if you wanted, but do something. Now, I, I do beef jerky protein bars usually, and I'll maybe have a Greek yogurt along the way as well, but I usually am I'm a protein bar and beef jerky guy. Is it ideal? No, but it's certainly better than eating a cinnamon bun or Cinnabon, right? And of course, if you want a Cinnabon, have it, but don't be one of those people who are like, well, nothing else to eat here. Uh, have a Cinnabon, you know? Be a person who has a plan, right? Because if you're failing to plan, then you're planning to fail. So the next one is research your hotel and city. Instead of showing up with no idea of what your options are with regards to working out and, and eating in the area that you're traveling to, do a little research ahead of time. I'm sure many of you do that already, but it's always surprising to me how many people don't do their research before they travel somewhere. They'll do a lot of research on other aspects of travel, but what about the restaurants you're going to have available to you? What about the gym options? Does a hotel have a gym? If so, what equipment do they have? Because you may want to just go to a gym that's local and nearby if it has a better source of equipment, if you want to stay on point with your workouts. In fact, I highly recommend calling up your hotel and asking them about the gym and healthy dining options in the area. Ask them if they have a gym pass for the local gym if they don't have a gym on site. And then do some searching, figure out what's best, and make a call from there. But be sure you do your research ahead of time. And uh, again, that pro tip, ask the concierge at the hotel that you're staying in if they have some passes, because many of them do. Number five, do quick bodyweight workouts. So sometimes you may not have the time to work out in the hotel gym or Uber it over to the local gym. And I want to be honest with you. I never do that. I never go and find local gyms to work out in or whatever. In fact, I'm a huge fan of doing bodyweight workouts on the road. And if you're not on a program that requires you to use bench pressing and for, you know, or barbell rather for cleaning jerks and bench pressing, barbell squats, heavy deadlifts, et cetera, et cetera. If you're not on a program like that, or if you can take a few days off, then quick bodyweight workouts are a great way to stay fit. And in fact, I've designed several separate travel workouts for my clients and coaching groups because it's such a typical issue. A lot of people in the coaching group, they're not going to go to a gym. They're not that motivated or they're traveling for business. They won't have time, but they understand that even doing a 5, 10, or 15-minute workout is better than doing nothing. Why? Because even a light workout will go a long way to help you burn some calories while maintaining your fitness. And I'll give you a simple routine right now. Three sets of 15 bodyweight squats, three sets of 15 push-ups, three sets of 10 lunges each leg, three sets of tuck crunches, 
or any ab exercise that you feel comfortable doing. And then three sets of 30 second side planks. It's a very simple routine. And uh, make sure you rest 30 to 60 seconds between sets of exercises. Or do them in a circuit fashion for a harder challenge where you perform one exercise after the other with a little rest and go through the cycle again. Add sets, reps, or even harder versions of these bodyweight exercises if you need more of a challenge. Very simple. Another thing you can do is some density training, something I've talked about a lot before. So give yourself a time, 5, 10, 15 minutes, whatever. Pick two or three exercises like uh, squats, push-ups, and tuck crunches or an ab exercise, and just do as many rounds of 10 reps of each exercise as you can in the given time period. So say for 10 minutes, 10 squats, 10 push-ups, 10 tuck crunches, and then start dropping the reps if you need to, if you start getting fatigued, but do as many as you can in 10 minutes, not as fast as you can, but just keep up a good pace, rest if you need, and then boom, you've got your 10-minute workout that is pretty difficult. So it's easy to figure things out. And I want to say one more thing. I never used to be like that. I, I never was this flexible. I've, had, I've learned this in uh, probably the second decade of my fitness career because probably the first 10 years was spent being very dogmatic about my approach. If I didn't, couldn't get into the gym for an hour and do my exact special workout that I had written for myself, I wouldn't even do it. But now... I'm more flexible. I'm more interested in longevity and less interested in, you know, optimizing my workout for optimal results type of uh, person. You know, you got to be more flexible. You got to do your best and you got to, you got to roll with it and uh, stop trying to be perfect. It's much better to be consistent than inconsistent because you're searching for that perfection. Number six, go on an adventure. Let me tell you, one of the favorite reasons for traveling even for business, is to have some adventure. Instead of being like most people who use their time at a hotel to drink more alcohol and eat more food than they already do at home, find fun adventures. I mean, you can go see the Colosseum in Rome. You can go to the Eiffel Tower in Paris. You can scuba dive in Tahiti. You can go zip lining in Costa Rica. You can hike Machu Picchu in Peru. You can go snorkeling in the Florida Keys. The list is endless. And let me tell you, I have been scuba diving in Tahiti. It was amazing. And it was something that I had to seek out. It wasn't part of the trip. I just went off and did that. In fact, people ask me why I don't have a tattoo because I'm kind of the person that would have a tattoo. But instead of getting a Tahitian Maori tattoo, which is cool as hell, I went scuba diving instead. Because while it may be cooler for other people to look at my Maori tattoo and say, well, that's badass. And, you know, it was a much better experience. I mean, I vividly remember my experience scuba diving in Tahiti. I can't wait to, to go scuba diving again, even though I haven't. And I haven't been to Tahiti in many years. It's been a while since that trip happened way before I started Legendary Life. But it doesn't always have to be something that cool in an exotic locale. There's always something to explore, some place to visit, no matter where you are. When I was in Hershey, Pennsylvania, giving my first keynote speech, we visited the Hershey Chocolate Museum, and I did an episode talking about it and how I learned the story of Hershey, and uh, I forget his first name, but the guy who started Hershey and 
what he did. And we walked a lot and saw the sights and yes, ate some Hershey's chocolate as well. But the point is do a little research on the area that you're traveling to and find some activities. Probably the best website for this, if you haven't already been on it before, is tripadvisor.com. They'll show you what's available in the area along with the best prices. I highly recommend it. Always try to make your trips a bit of an adventure. Oh, the Grand Canyon is what we went to, what Giselle and I went to when we went to this uh, seminar for, for business, for people who do what we do online. It was incredible. And it, it took a day out of, we came a day early to make sure that happened, but we were there mostly for business, not to have a good time. So make sure you do that because not only does it get you active, it leaves you with a lasting experience you'll remember for the rest of your life. Number seven, optimize your hotel room for sleep. These days, the majority of hotel rooms are set up for sleep. In every Marriott that I've stayed at and, and in all the major hotels that I've stayed at and even some not so major hotels, they have blackout curtains and comfortable beds to help their customers get a great night of sleep while staying at their establishment. There are, however, a few things that you can do to tweak your hotel room to ensure the best quality sleep. The first thing I do is I unplug all those alarm clocks that I have in there. Just unplug them. Don't feel like you're being rude. You're putting your health first. So unplug all those digital devices that emit sleep-disrupting blue light. Bring some black electrical tape to cover all the little lights that you can't unplug. And I say the black electrical tape on purpose because I've used some other blue tape and it didn't adequately block all the light out. You could kind of see the light. I like it dark because that's what's best. That's the way your body was designed to sleep. There was uh, maybe some starlight, maybe moonlight, but there were certainly no LED bulbs blinking or on in the background. Also, make sure you cool your room down before you go to bed. Don't forget when you turn off the AC and then you leave for the whole day and then you come back and it's swelteringly hot and you have trouble going to bed. High heat, especially if you're a person like me who already feels hot to begin with, that can really screw up your sleep. So make sure you set the thermostat ahead of time so that it is cool when you come back to your room. So set it right before you leave. And hey, you're not paying the power bill, right? You've already paid for it with your room rate. So make sure you set it right before you leave. You also may want to bring some earplugs and a sleep mask just in case. But remember the time I stayed at a hotel in Atlanta for StyleCon, one of the places that I've done a, a speech at. I was actually speaking on sleep at the time. And I stayed in this hotel room where there was a train that woke me up in the middle of the night, both the Friday and Saturday night. It drove me crazy. Not fun. And I swore I'd never travel without earplugs again. So make sure you get some soft foam earplugs, especially if your your ears are sensitive like mine. Because the harder ones, they can you can take them out. It almost feels like you have an earache because your ear hurts so much. So get the soft foam earplugs. Uh, I forget the brand that I use that I buy from Amazon, but I use the CVS soft foam earplugs. They're a little bit more expensive, but worth every penny. Number eight, have protein and vegetables at every meal. Now, I know I've mentioned this numerous times in other episodes and in Almost every article I've written on nutrition, but it bears repeating. 
Make sure you base the majority of your meals around lean sources of protein and fibrous vegetables. Lean sources of protein mean low-fat protein. Fibrous vegetables meaning that is very low in carbs, higher in fiber, and low in calories. You can never go wrong with this combination unless you're training very hard or on your way or, or you're traveling because you're competing in some event like a Tough Mudder or a triathlon. But you guys already know what to do in that situation. So the protein, the lean protein and fibrous vegetables, it's just you can't go wrong with that combination. And yeah, you can have some starchy carbs like potatoes, bagels, or whatever you're after, whatever your thing is. Just make sure you're eating protein and fibrous vegetables in the majority of your meals, and you'll be able to keep your weight on track while you're away. Number nine. Implement the never eat two rule. Now, this is something you can do all the time, but I'm thinking that since you listen to this podcast, you're already doing pretty well. So what is the never eat two rule? Well, it's a simple yet powerful rule I've been teaching my clients for years. And the basics are never eat two bad meals in a row. And while bad may be a bit subjective, I think most of us know when we've overdone it during a meal. Think about French toast, a couple of mimosas and a large latte with sugar and cream for breakfast. That's overdoing it. A ribeye steak, a loaded baked potato, several cocktails and a creme brulee for dessert. That's overdoing it. Those are the types of meals that tend to happen more often on a vacation. And a simple rule to implement is once the damage is already done, obviously you don't really want to have meals like that at, at all. I, don't, I wouldn't say at all because I, uh, we, we all need to let loose a little bit. But don't make it a thing to do for the next two, three, five, seven, 14 days of your vacation. All right. Whenever you have one of those meals, make it a point to never have the next meal as one of those types of meals, one of those bad meals. Have something much lighter. Follow it up with something much lighter and leaner. An example would be a protein shake with a little bit of fruit in it. So a few scoops of protein, a little bit of fruit, boom, you're done. Egg white vegetable omelet. It's low in fat, low in carbohydrates, high in protein. Boom, you're done. Sirloin steak with grilled vegetables or salmon with grilled vegetables, right? Or whatever fish you choose. Sirloin is very lean for the cut of steak it is, for the cut of beef it is. So that's why I'm choosing sirloin. Or salad with lean beef, fish, or chicken and dressing on the side. Very careful with the salads because some of them, they have more calories than a normal meal, right? And we think we're being healthy simply because it's a salad, but don't fall into that trap. Ask for the dressing on the side and stay away from things like cob salads and, and that sort of thing where they just load it up with uh, fat and uh, all sorts of other stuff. So it's a simple rule, but it's a powerful one. So never eat two bad meals in a row. So don't have your mimosas and French toast and your sugary coffee in the morning. Then go crazy for lunch or dinner. Have, have one bad meal, then follow it up with something much lighter and leaner. And that goes for dinner too. So it doesn't start over. All right. <laughs> it doesn't start over. You don't say, well I, well, I had a bad meal for dinner, but it's breakfast so I can restart the process. And no, don't do that. Have an, a hard alternating rule 
Okay. Never have two in a row. Number 10, have a two drink maximum rule. But what I'd love to tell you is, hey, don't drink, right? But I realize that you may love a good scotch or glass of wine, and that's fine. And I want to tell you, I don't judge. Although I don't drink much these days, I've been there many times. I've, I've drank plenty of alcohol. But realize that alcohol is a source of liquid calories that can add to an expanding waistline, particularly when you're paying less attention to what you eat already. And when a five-ounce glass of red wine is 125 calories, it doesn't take much to tip the scale in the wrong direction when you're having like four or five, eight-ounce glasses of wine, because I don't know anyone. They always give the calorie count in five-ounce glasses of wine. I don't, I've never been to dinner with anyone who wasn't drinking like an eight-ounce glass of wine or even more with some of the big wine glasses. So what I like to tell people is have a two-drink maximum, and that's two drinks per day, not per meal, okay? Two drinks per day. So if you had that mimosa at breakfast or that beer at lunch, well, you're going to have to rein it in at dinner time or whatever. So two-drink maximum per day. Having this rule in place will keep you out of the trouble on alcohol end. So 11, the final, is stay connected with your coach. One of the most powerful ways to stay on track, no matter where you are or what you're doing, is having a coach. Having workout and nutrition strategies for the road is only effective when your level of commitment is high. And most people listening to this right now, yes, this means you right now, will hear these strategies and think, oh, that's great. That's helpful. I should do some of these for my upcoming trip. And then you'll completely forget about them when the travel stress starts to set in or maybe when you're at that destination, having a good time and socializing, you completely forget about everything else because you're having such a good time. And I've even gone so far as doing workouts and or consultations over Skype with my clients who are away and having trouble sticking with their plan. Having someone hold you accountable can be a powerful way to ensure that you end up doing what you set out to do instead of falling prey to the whim of the moment and going out and just having a good time, but then feeling bad about it afterward when you, oh, I put on five pounds. Oh, man. you know. So you can either hire a coach or join a group where you get the necessary knowledge and support so that you stay on track and make it through your vacations and business travel without sliding backwards with your health. And if you'd like me to be your coach, check out my legendary lean group. I just told you about the great progress people are, are making in there. And I know I said it and you may be like, oh yeah, you said it, Ted, but it's much more real when we hear it from someone else. Well, we will be getting testimonials from those people because they're going to be so happy. So you will be hearing from them. But if you want to get in now before the price starts going up, when we get numerous body transformations and establish ourselves, you can still get in now and we're, we'll be doing one again very soon. So check out legendarylifepodcast.com slash coaching and sign up for the waiting list. You can also check out my one-on-one coaching service there if that's what you're into. I have room for maybe one or two more one-on-one coaching clients. If that's something you're into, it's much more expensive. The group is uh, much less expensive and there is that group format that many people like. But if you want that 
special touch, I'm available for one-on-one coaching as well. So there you go. Those are the 11. I'll just recap them real quick and we'll wrap this up. So make staying in shape a priority. That's number one. Number two, pack your workout clothes. Always pack them no matter what. Number three, stock up on healthy travel snacks. Don't fall uh, prey to the convenience foods that they offer you in the airports and on the road. Number four, research your hotel and city. Make sure you have a plan. Make sure you know where you're going, what your options are to work out and what to, where to eat. Number five, do quick bodyweight workouts. If you're not going to go to the gym, totally get it. You and I, we're in the same boat. Have a quick bodyweight workout that you can whip out and follow whenever you need. All right. So number six is go on an adventure. Not only do they get you out and active instead of staying around the hotel and drinking and eating more, they help you burn more calories when you're scuba diving. Scuba diving burns more calories than sitting on a couch or watching TV. So does snorkeling, zip lining, hiking, and uh, walking around and seeing the sights. So make sure you go and do something. Number seven, optimize your hotel room for sleep. A lot of hotel rooms are set up for sleep, but you'll have to make little tweaks to make sure that you get the best quality sleep you can. Eight, have protein and vegetables at every meal. So lean sources of protein, those low-fat protein, and fibrous vegetables. So we're, we're talking kale, spinach, cauliflower, asparagus, tomatoes, even though they're a fruit, not a vegetable, they're, they're whatever. <laughs> it's a technical distinction. But have the fibrous ones and not the starchy ones like yucca or potatoes or sweet potatoes. And you know I live in Miami Beach or Miami when I say yucca is the first starchy vegetable that I think about. So number nine is implement the never eat two rule. Never have two bad meals in a row. If you have a bad one, make sure you have a very light and lean meal the next one. And that goes even for dinner. Make sure your breakfast is light. Okay. Number 10, have a two drink maximum rule. I know going without alcohol is not an option for many people, but have a two drink maximum rule per day. That'll help you stay on track. 11, stay connected with your coach. The best way if you're having trouble with this. Now, if you're already motivated and you just needed, okay, tell me some tactics. I totally understand where you're at. I've given you a bunch. However, this number 11 is for those people who have a hard time. Stay connected with a coach. Have an accountability partner. Doesn't necessarily have to be someone you hire, although hiring an expert is probably the best way to go for the majority of people, but have someone who keeps you accountable. And if you'd like to be with me, you'd like me to be your coach, go to legendarylifepodcast.com slash coaching and sign up for the Legendary Lean waiting list or check out my one-on-one coaching service. That's it. I hope you have an amazing week and we'll speak soon.